hello, hello, and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of First, the show where I, Marcus Nez, gives you my first impressions on a game, and this here episode is all about Loot River, a procedurally, procedurally, a procedurally generated action roguelite top-down perspective with an interesting and unique mechanic that allows you to manipulate the environment, the ground you are standing on, and move them around like Tetris pieces. You can go in, go out, you can navigate tight spaces, reach new areas, or use it in combat to avoid attacks and what not. And the thing about Loot River is that it's unique with this mechanic and it looks okay. The visuals have, I don't know, I, I was playing on Xbox Series X. My TV is fine. There's nothing going on there because everything else looks great. And this is the setting I turned down on my TV immediately. There is a weird sharpening effect going on in Loot River that is very distracting. It takes away from the visuals and uh, I, I don't like that. But the game itself shows a lot of promise with this mechanic because the way you can use it is very cool and it feels really good. It's really responsive and you can use it in combat. So you can move a piece of the environment against another piece, get in an attack, pull it out so that the enemy can't hit you and do this repeatedly. You can use it in puzzles to reach an area you otherwise wouldn't without this ability. And it's, it's cool, but that's all the game has going for it. You soon realize that without this unique mechanic, Loot River is just another action roguelike and it's not a particularly good one the combat is it's not that it's bad it's that i don't like it you have to commit to every action you can't cancel out of any animation even light attacks you can't cancel out of them there might be a few weapons that have traits that allow you to do this but unless you want to play on easy mode you can't cancel out of animations. And I find it frustrating that it's locked behind easy mode because they have this accessibility option section. But all it is is easy mode. They don't split out the various accessibility options. So if I just want that mechanic, the ability to cancel out of animations, I have to play on easy mode too. And while doing this allowed the comet to feel a lot better for me, it also made the enemies weaker and less challenging to the point of not really being challenging at all. And then the combat became dull because it was too easy. So there wasn't a middle ground for me to find. Not that I found the combat without animation canceling too difficult. It just wasn't enjoyable. It was fine. And fine just isn't good enough, especially in this genre, which is just, I don't think this genre is going anywhere especially in the indie space but because the combat just didn't do much for me i didn't really have a lot of fun playing the game i played it for an hour and a half or so and it was pretty dull and boring i didn't care about the world or the story it was telling you are some dude who this lady is like oh you're gonna you're gonna be able to come back to life, but first I'm gonna stab you. I'm like, what the fuck 
is going on? She's just fucking okay. Okay, and you're exploring this labyrinth, getting deeper and deeper in it. And even some of the enemy designs I found really annoying, though I think they're annoying by default because you gain pretty frequently and easily various, I don't know if they're called relics or something, but these things that you can turn on in your little home world that will change the way certain enemies behave or traits they have. So there are these creatures who when you attack them they let out a bit of poison like a little mist of poison they remind me of those really nasty cursed creatures in dark souls except they don't spit out poison if you don't attack them they spit out poison when you do attack them which makes them even more annoying but you get something eventually that'll allow you to make it so that doesn't happen i look at them and i'm like why are they built this way initially? Is it just because you wanted to have this thing that you can use and then unlock and then trigger at your home base? Is that why they suck initially and they're just really, really annoying? And I find that there are multiple instances where enemy designs or behavior is annoying and then there's a way to turn off that annoying side or adjust it. And I'm like, are you making shit annoying? So that you have a way to make it not. I, there's just some weird design choices going on in Loot River. And I just wasn't feeling it. It was a real big bummer because I was really excited to play the game. And I think there's potential there if they made some changes. If the enemy designs weren't annoying by default in some cases. If the ability to cancel an animation wasn't locked behind easy mode. Or if it was just for light attacks and you still had to commit to heavy attacks and special attacks and so on. I, I think the combat would feel a lot better because when you have to commit to everything, you are going to take hits. The one thing I didn't test out is if when attacking, this would probably be the one instance in the normal difficulty where you could not cancel out of an animation, but use your environmental manipulation ability to retreat that way you're not canceling out of an animation you're just moving your entire self mid animation away from the enemy so they can't attack you i'm assuming that would work but i would still just like the ability to cancel out of a regular light attack animation there's also a little issue visually with the elevation of various platforms so there's a slight color differentiation between platforms of varying heights, but they're still close enough that it can be hard if you're moving quickly and in combat and trying to roll out of the way, it's still possible to think you can roll out of the way and then realize you can't because where you were trying to roll is actually higher up or lower. And that is a little annoying it, it, it would pose a problem for anyone with colorblindness, but there are colorblind options in the game, which is good and nice, but I mean, it, it's good and nice because the game would literally be unplayable without those, I, I would presume. I, I can't see how somebody who's colorblind could play this game in any way without that. But ultimately, Loot River just made not the best first impression. I'm not so disappointed that I'll never play it again, but I think I'm going to take a break, take a breather, 
play some other stuff and then return to it another time because right now I'm not super feeling it. And I know that if I continue with the way I currently am, I'm not going to enjoy the game. My feelings aren't going to suddenly change. And in terms of unlockables or leveling up or anything like that, it is very much a roguelike. And the only thing that remains from run to run are those relics or whatever, those things that allow you to change the way enemies behave or the way traps are in the environment. You can turn off traps and stuff like that or make it so an environment a certain area isn't as labyrinthy as it is by default you also gain this currency that i can't remember what it's called but you have a little not skill tree but unlock tree that allows you to make it so that new weapons will start showing up in the world and you can find them that way in chess and i think the tougher enemies will drop weapons on occasion you get loot as well that doesn't carry over but it's all stuff that you you don't have an inventory so when you pick up a weapon or you pick up a new piece of loot you are committing to that so there's a lot of commitment going on if you're afraid of commitment if you're not one to marry anyone you're not gonna like loot river you gotta commit to everything all your actions your decisions a lot of committing going on and the weapons the ones that i played around with they're okay they don't feel all that much different they might be a little faster or slower or do more damage i think some of the more powerful rare ones had elemental attacks attached to them there's one sword i got that was pretty damn good and it was super powerful and strong and i like that but i don't remember what the hell it did in town you have a few people who you can talk to and learn more about the world and the story and a dude who at the beginning of all your runs says, hey, do you want to risk going through the first area or do you want to risk going through this area without any of your health potions? And then when you reach the the end of it and are ready to go to the next one during your run, I'll be there with your health potions, but I'll double them. I'll double whatever you give me. So you start every run with four. And if you give them four and you make it through the area without dying, when you reach the sanctuary again and then are ready to go to the next area, he'll be like, hey, here, now, now you got eight potions that, that's all right <laughs> but yeah loot river was a pretty big disappointment for me it's not a bad game but it could be a much better game and that's what makes it disappointing speaking of disappointment i am marcus nez remember me and this is the end of the, the episode so thank you for watching or listening i hope you enjoyed this here episode and i hope you have a wonderful wonderful rest of your day bye